It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, it's Dola White, and this is the Dola White Podcast. My guest today is Bola Sakumbi, the founder. Founder of Clever Girl Finance, which is an online community that empowers women to achieve financial wellness. And while today's episode does mainly focus on women, Bola drops absolute gems for everybody. So, man, turn this up as well. Not too loud, though. I'm sure I'm going to drop an F-bomb at some point. Welcome to the Dolo White Podcast. Pull up, get it. Live. Yeah, what's up? Uh, this is not live. It, it's completely recorded. Broadcasting from one of the top recording studios in all of Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, that's not true at all. I'm, I'm probably at home doing this. He's been called one of the greatest thinkers of his time. Literally no one has ever called me that. I, I do kind of agree with it, though. Right, right here. A 2017 recipient of the Nobel Peace Prize. That's just a flat-out lie. Talking politics, community, race, religion, entertainment, sports, and whatever the fuck else. Yeah. It's the Dola White Podcast. Episode 15 now of the Dolo White Podcast. My guest today, the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance, Bola Sakumbi. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. All right, let's start there. What exactly is Clever Girl Finance? So we are an online financial education platform for women. We're all about helping women um, make the best decisions for their current and future selves. The resources, everything is free, correct? Yes, we are a completely free platform because financial literacy shouldn't cost you. Let's give your background a little bit. So how did you get from where you started to Clever Girl Finance. What is your background in? I am a computer science major and I really started Clever Girl Finance out of passion of coming out of college, not understanding how finances work, not even knowing what a budget was and really wanting to learn how to improve my finances, picking up books and then starting to have a conversation with other women and realizing that money was not really a comfortable topic. So as time went on, I shared my story, I shared my successes and Clever Girl Finance came about and it's just this space where it's about no shame and no judgment and really empowering women to succeed. We're in a time period now where I see a lot more random people on my social media timelines investing in things like the stock market and having conversations about stock. I know nothing really about the stock market. What kind of advice would you give somebody like myself that literally knows nothing to start investing in things like stock? Social media isn't the best place to get financial advice. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, really understand how investing works and pick up an investing 101 book, podcast videos, and then get clear on your goals and objectives. Why are you investing? Understand your risk tolerance, what will cause you not to sleep at night, and then set specific goals and timelines as to when you want to reach the things that you want to accomplish. So just start with the foundational. What is investing? How does it work? And there's so many resources to help you do that. I saw that there was recently a study done with some interesting findings about moms, particularly in coping with financial challenges from the pandemic. Can you talk about that study? Yes. So 2020 was very challenging for mothers. And, you know, one year later, moms with infants and toddlers are really still struggling to balance the demands of childcare, work, financial, and mental stress. And so Store Brand Infant Formula conducted this study with mothers that have babies and toddlers under the age of two to really understand how the pandemic is impacting them. And the study revealed that 68% of mothers said that 2020 was the hardest year they've ever experienced due to depression, anxiety, exhaustion, and isolation.
isolation. And the most devastating findings of the study revealed that two in three mothers had to cut costs to feed their children. And 30% of moms said that they had to skip their own meals in order for their children to eat. Wow. How do you feel like America did uh, handling the pandemic for citizens compared to other countries? Because it feels like, you know, Canada may have done better by their people than we did. For something that was so unexpected, I think the U.S. and just countries in general did the best that they could. I mean, they really scrambled to put programs in place. I will, however, say that when it came to mothers, there was not a lot put in place for mothers, especially, you know, with balancing work. There were so many moms who had to take time off work, leave work, figure out feeding their kids and things like that. That was definitely an overlooked demographic. So there are resources out there for parents that are trying to help feed their families. What are some of those resources? Yes, so there are a variety of resources to help families and they include food pantries and federal assistance programs like WIC and SNAP. However, sometimes these programs are not enough because they tend to run out before the end of the month. And that leads mothers to make unsafe decisions when it comes to feeding their babies. And in fact, over half of the moms that were surveyed said that they used more water than required by the instructions to make their baby formula last longer. And this over dilution of formula can be very impactful to a baby going through critical growth phases. It can be very dangerous. And so it's really important that mom knows that moms know that they have options out there to help them save money so they don't have to take this kind of risk. I agree with that. Um, obviously, pandemic's not going to last forever. We're still kind of in it. It will end one day uh, when it does end and say, you know, money starts coming back in and people are a little more comfortable. What steps should they take as far as like reorganizing their finances or making sure that we're not in, you know, bad shape that we were in when this hit, if this were to ever happen again? Yeah, that's a great question. So the first step is really taking a step back and looking at the big picture of your finances and really understanding what are your most pressing bills, right? So that you can prioritize these bills accordingly and create a plan to pay those bills. The next thing you want to do is create a budget. This way you, as the boss of your money, you can tell every single one of your dollars where to go. And for mothers, for families, good nutrition is also very critical to minimizing the overall stress we're all facing as we go through this pandemic. So you can save money as a mom on things like infant formula by buying a store brand infant formula, um, baby formula, which contains complete nutrition. It meets the same FDA safety and quality requirements as the big expensive brands. It costs 50% less. And the store brand infant formula was recently named one of the best baby formulas by the New York Times. And so with these smart decisions, the money you save can then be put to your other financial obligations, like paying down debt or even buying more nutritious food for your family and in turn minimizing the overall stress that you're feeling. I agree with that. I think, uh, um, I didn't have the year that I normally have last year in 2020. And um, my goal was uh, going into 2021 to only use like a food delivery service twice a month. I haven't used it yet. And, you know, we're in March going into April here. So I'm proud of myself for making those changes. And what's crazy is I'm now used to not ordering out. And I don't know that I'm ever going to go back and on the scale that I was pre-2020, pre-pandemic. Are you seeing a lot of people cut out certain luxuries or have you even had to cut out certain luxuries in your life with the past year? Yes, absolutely. I mean, if the pandemic has taught us anything, it is that we can face uncertainty at any time. And so many people have actually really just started focusing on how do I stockpile money? How do I make sure that, you know, I build some type of security around my life so that if something like this happens again, and it doesn't have to be a pandemic, right? It can be a job loss. It can be something that happens in your family that causes uncertainty. How do you plan so that you can minimize the impact and the stress on your life? And I personally have definitely 
definitely cut back in terms of eating out, like you mentioned. And I'm just mindful of how I'm spending my money. I focus on buying store brand items. I recommend store brand formulas to my friends as well, just to think about ways to save as much as possible, given all this uncertainty. So you're doing great. I know you get a lot of questions being the founder of Clever Girl Finance. So what is the number one question that you get from people that are looking for financial advice? It is, where do I start? How do I get started? Mm. And I always tell people, you have to start where you are. Take a step back. Look at the big picture of your finances. Understand everything going on with your finances. And then you'll be well equipped to create a plan to pay off debt, to save more, and et cetera. A big point of contention right now politically is the minimum wage and the wage gap. Where do you stand on things like that? Because it does feel like the wage gap keeps getting bigger and bigger and, and it's harder for people, not even that start necessarily in poverty, but just start middle class to continue to grow. It it feels like, you know, you're either born with a silver spoon at this point or you're not almost. You know, I am a huge advocate for increasing that minimum wage for efforts to close the wage gap because the wage gap doesn't just impact your current earnings. It also creates an investment gap, right? Because if you're not earning enough, then you have less Mm. to invest. And when you think about it by demographic, especially for women who look like me, that wage gap is a huge impact. And so I'm all about about people using their voices, corporations, individuals, bringing this up as a topic that needs to be discussed. How do we increase the minimum wage? How do we close that wage cap? How do we give people a fighting chance to succeed in this country? That is something that is so, so important. The argument against minimum wage is always, well, what about small businesses? They won't be able to afford that, blah, blah, blah. I personally don't agree with that, but I'm not a small business owner either, so I wouldn't know. So I think the more money everybody has, the more they have to spend and that, that money kind of gets made back up, just my belief. But where, where are you on that? You're you're the expert. I mean, I'm a small business owner. And I think that if you're able as a, a country, a government to support your small businesses, which are the crux of your economy, they are the anchor to the economy by offering them more programs, opportunities to lending, supporting more minority-owned businesses, then it is possible for them to be able to pay that increased minimum wage to their employees. So it comes in a multifaceted way. We want to increase minimum wage, but we also want to be able to support these small businesses that anchor this economy. I see a lot of people on social media also going more towards the entrepreneurial route at this point. It feels like entrepreneurship is a hot thing. What are some warning signs that people need to know before they get their LLC and start their small businesses? I mean, it's really getting clear on what is your intent for starting a small business. In times of uncertainty, like right now in the 2008 recession, entrepreneurship becomes hot because people are getting creative and looking for ways to save money, looking for ways to bring more money to feed their families, especially for moms right now. A side hustle is something that many moms in my community are focused on because they're trying to feed their families, they're trying to buy infant formula, etc. And so you really want to get clear on why you're doing this business and make sure that it's a business that's actually going to earn you money and not you just spending more money than you can afford, especially given the times that we're all facing. And also you have to have the stamina for business right? There's always that period that nobody talks about where you're down in the trenches, working late nights, waking up early. And are you really ready for that? Especially if you're a mom and you have kids and other family obligations. So you want to think about it. I think it's worth it, but you have to be mentally prepared for it also. I also think a big part of it is just passion. Make sure you're not starting a business just to start a business and make sure that it's not just for the money. Make sure it's something you really do love to do. Because if you don't, it's going to be really hard to motivate yourself to get up every day 
and, and handle all of those things from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed at night, right? Like passion is a big part of it. Even like, you know, I, I do radio and the podcast and the podcast is kind of like a small business. Like I started the podcasting long conversations out in November and it takes time to grow. And, you know, you got to be passionate about it to follow up week in and week out and use your downtime to work. You are right. Yes, it does take work and dedication. So you have to have some passion. Yeah. Where can our audience go to, to learn more about you and Clever Girl Finance and, you know, everything they need to know about you? Yeah. So you can learn more about Clever Girl Finance at clevergirlfinance.com. You can also learn more about this really important survey that I just mentioned and also how to save money and learn more about Store Brand Infant Formula at storebrandformula.com. And even if you don't personally need any of those resources, you might know somebody that does. So check it out and definitely share it, right? Uh, anything else we need to know? Like if I were going to start investing right now, if I pulled up uh, whatever the app is, uh, what would be my safest bet? Your safest bet is broad diversification. Mm-hmm. So look to an index fund or an ETF. There you have it. Bola Sukumbi, thank you so much for doing this. Give out your social media handles too. Yes, you can follow me at Clever Girl Finance and at clevergirlfinance.com. There you go. Bola Sukumbi, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by William Wilson of the Hammonds Group. Normally, I make up some wild shit about William to convince you to buy a home from him, but not today. I'm just going to say this. He's a great guy, an even better realtor, and that he once jumped off the roof of a three-story house to save a kitten. One of those things isn't true. I'll let you decide which one. Anyway, call him today if you're looking to buy or sell in the state of Tennessee. 615-216-4809. Again, call my real, actual friend, William Wilson. 615-216-4809. I want to say thank you once again to my guest, Bola Sukumbi. Make sure you check out Clever Girl Finance. Also, make sure you subscribe, follow, and give a great rating and review to this podcast, no matter what platform you're listening on. Also, follow me, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter, Clubhouse, TikTok, all of Mad Dolo Y101, D O L E W I T E 101. Back next week when my guest is Gabriella Lindsay, who actually lived my dream of leaving the United States for beachfront property. We're going to talk all about that with her next week. Thank you again for checking me out. I'm gone. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.